0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand-new episode of Eat Sleep List, the show that's not about eating, it's not about sleeping, but it's a show about making lists. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and I am excited to bring you another episode, episode four for season two, uh, episode 20 overall. So... Uh, really excited to, to have this and we have a first time guest with us everybody please welcome to the show Scott Scott how are you my friend yeah I'm doing very well man thanks for having me here this is yeah dude. my pleasure uh you've been a long you're a big fan of a lot of people I, you're an excellent supporter of independent wrestling um you know and and just anything I share you I can always count on you to comment so I do I do appreciate that greatly and I wanted to be, I wanted to come out and talk to you. Uh, and give you a chance to kind of be a part of the show. So thank you for, thank you for sharing. All you know,
1: stuff. you're very welcome. You got you got to support the people that you know when they're doing something. You know, any little share or like or whatever, get it, the word out there. It honestly it goes such a long way.
0: You have it's it it really does. So um, I appreciate that. Scott has a really cool list that he came up with. Uh, list idea, list theme that he came up with. But first and foremost, as we do with all of our first time guests. Uh, Little quick on the spot. What are five just cool facts about you? Five facts about you. Five, just anything.
1: Okay, first off, that's a little bit evil right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Shoot from the hip. <clears throat> that's how we roll here. All right. Let's see. Um, all right. Well, since you know, since I told you on the way here, some you know idiot almost causing an accidents, and we're talking about our cars. The first car that I ever owned, not in a hand me down car or anything, had it for three years. Got rear ended each year. So that was, you know, not too fun. No. No, that wasn't fun at all. No, that's not not good. Uh, Let's see. um, I'm a big wrestling fan since, what, the 70s? Okay. Who's your favorite all-time? Oh, you know, I'm still going to go with Ric Flair. Can't beat it. Yeah, can't beat it. Can't beat him. Yeah, I remember him back in the mid-Atlantic days. That's how far back I go. (laughs) Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. Yeah, so that's, yeah, he's always been a favorite of mine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, I could sell pretty much anything to anybody. Okay. I've been doing it. I've been doing that so long. Okay, you know, like yeah. You know, so it doesn't. Hey, I don't need this item. Well, yeah, you kind of really do. <laughs> so, car salesman, practically. Well, but I'm honest though. <laughs> yes, which if is. If the a... product is garbage, I will tell them it's garbage. That's a good man. Yes. Then. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's three. That's three. Two more. Yeah, I don't think I have two more.
0: No. <laughs> that's fair that's that's fair fair, three out of five ain't bad that's that's passing that's passing well that's good
1: that's good That's
0: good. that is fine with me uh so what we're gonna do uh scott messaged me and he was like yeah let's make a list about tv shows that relax you or put you in a good mood and i i I was like that's a fantastic idea because everyone's just like you know a lot of times when it comes to like tv shows or stuff it's just like oh uh, it's your favorite. What is your favorite? What is your least favorite? What, you know, this sort of thing. And this actually adds an extra layer to it because there's a lot of things that we watch that can not put us in a good mood, right? It, it takes you on a bit of an emotional roller coaster. So um, so I, I when he said this, I was like, man, this really puts a, a, a nice level of thinking, um, in, in an extra layer instead of just doing a favorite
1: TV shows episode. What was the reason why you chose this topic? Well, it's, I'm a big TV fan. OK. I just like to watch it, and if you have a bad day at work or something, I'll just pop on one of my favorite shows, and it just relaxes me. Yeah, and nothing else really works that much, you know? So and I thought it was like a good idea, because, like you said, it's, people always just pick like your favorite shows or your least favorite shows, which is kind of cool, too, but it's like, why? Why do you well, like well, it? Yeah, so why much? does it work? Right. Why doesn't it work? You
0: know. No, that's that's a fantastic idea. So I'm excited to get this thing going. <laughs> uh, let's make a list, everybody. Let's turn on our copyright-free, royalty-free music radio so we don't get sued. I think it's the first time I said that correctly too this yeah. season without botching it. Um, all right, here we go. Scott, your number ten uh, TV show that puts you in a
1: good mood or relaxes you. All right. This is one that I think everybody knows. Um, the Joy of Painting. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, no matter how crappy of a day you're having, no matter what's going wrong, you pop that on, that dude with that big red fro and the paint, just it, you just mellow right out. You know, if you're stressed, he could put you to sleep. That's how good that guy is. Plus, you get to watch him paint some cool pictures. Really
0: cool. We actually did an episode on him for uh, Retro Pop uh, a couple months ago and uh, oh, i missed that one yeah that was a fun one i learned a lot i i, I remembered a lot reading that but what a great life <laughs> what a, i mean honest to god what a great life uh, that man lived and um yeah it, it, it definitely like watching it you know going back through it as an adult it made me appreciate his art and art so much better so i i, I think that's the, the the perfect one it is there was nothing stressful about it you know happy trees and, and this and
1: that it was just it was just so relaxing. Yeah, occasional pet squirrels in his pocket. I mean, come on. Random. I mean, who does that? And one of the great things is it's been on for, what, uh, 31 seasons? Roughly, yeah. yeah. Something like 403 episodes, and it doesn't age. Right. Like you watch other TV shows, technology ages, clothing age. It's just one dude standing there throwing paint on a canvas. Yeah, that's it.
0: And it's it's so simplistic, and people people appreciate it. You know, uh, I don't know how much kids appreciate it these
1: days, unfortunately. Um, I don't know. They might. I mean, you got Bob Ross action figures. Yeah. he's yeah, started to t-shirts. become
0: they're bringing. He's, he's coming back in popularity a little bit, which is good. I mean, it's deserved. It was a great show. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely have to. Um, that's a great one. And yeah, honestly, counteractive to that is my number 10, uh, which I have. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, uh, ironically enough. And never a bad choice there. Never a bad choice. You know, that was something that I didn't necessarily, maybe I didn't appreciate as a kid as much as I do now, looking back in hindsight, watching on public television. Because
1: you understand more now. Exactly. And you've lived a little bit, so you get what he was going for.
0: Yes, 100%. You know, I'll sit there and watch. I'm like, my God, you know. Things were, you know, he was just, I wish more people would have listened. When, Yes, when, that would have been nice. When yeah. he was around. And this world would be a much better place. But uh, every, you know, every now and then I'll watch, sit on YouTube and watch old clips. And it was, like I said, it was it was simplistic television. It wasn't really mind-numbing by any means. but um, And it didn't have to make you think. You just sat there. You put it. In, even me, 29, going on 30. Uh, it still puts a smile on your face all these years later.
1: Yeah, see, now when I was younger, that never was a big one for me. Okay. Uh, my guy was Mr. Dress Up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard, the I Canadian show. I've yep. heard that, of them. that. That yeah. was my
1: that was my big one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: My dad, my dad turned me on to uh, Mister Rogers. He, he's like, I used to watch this as a kid too, and that was like a cool little connection thing that we had that we got to experience it, and you know, just just everything. Yeah, it was just it was just good television. And, and TV nowadays is filled with a lot of crap. And yes, it is. It, yeah. It's it, yeah. So you have, to,
1: you have to hunt for the good stuff.
0: You really do. And this was. This was heartwarming, and, and I, like I said, I don't think parents, I don't think kids, uh, appreciate that kind of television nowadays. Like, like we did back that, like many people did back then. So, uh, mm. great man, great man, lived a great life. They just did a movie about him. Tom Cruise played, or not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. Uh, that would have been very intensive. Tom Cruise played <laughs> played Mr. Rogers. Uh, Tom <laughs> Tom Hanks played as uh, Mr. Rogers, and uh, it, it was a it was pretty charming
1: because there really wasn't a bad bone to that guy. And that's that's good. That's I think it's the same thing with uh, Bob Ross. Yeah. Nobody really has much anything really bad to say about him. Right. He just went, did what he did, liked what he did and just enjoyed life.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I I wish more people would live that way. I do. I do. But all right. That is number
1: 10 down. What is your number nine? I'm going to go with uh, NCIS. Mm, okay, Uh, Okay. Uh, Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Which is funny because that's what it was originally called, like the first two seasons, because nobody knew what the hell NCIS was.
0: <laughs> it just—I honestly didn't know. It sounded—it just sounded cool. Like, Ooh, NCIS. Yeah,
1: yeah. Abbreviations and stuff—that's intense. Yeah, can't beat that. And that—that's been on for like I think 18 years now. Yeah. Um. It, it's a good show. It's action. You know, they got—they got some. You know, the the crime they got to solve and whatnot. But it's one of those shows that that's there, but it's the interaction between the main characters. Right. That's for me that's what drives it plus you can't go wrong with Mark Harmon. No, he's a terrific actor. Yeah, you can't go wrong with him.
0: Terrific actor. No, I agree. I, I certainly agree. Um, you know, I, I'd fall asleep to shows like that like respectively. Like it as it Yeah, yeah you know, it relaxes it, it's, you. it's a good thing it, yeah. in a way, in a way. Which uh, there's a lot of suspense to it as well, but yep. but yeah, th- that's one of those like shows that you know you kind of just okay i could doze off to this and respectfully but obviously there's a there's a big following um to it did, didn't they recently have like one in, they have one in Hawaii recently there was a show. No, maybe that was something else. That probably was Hawaii 5 That might have been. Yeah, that, that was probably. Another
1: it. good show, but not on my list. But no. a good show.
0: They, uh, yeah, they, I know they like to mix up locations and try to. They like the Power Rangers. They like to try to do stuff, different stuff with it, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. So,
1: all right. Very, well, well, NCIS has two spinoffs. Right. Yeah, Los that, Angeles yeah, and New Orleans. That's what I was thinking. So, With, with, with the great Scott Bakula, by the way.
0: <laughs> Big fan Another fantastic. Yep. I just talked about him yesterday, too. Uh, what a fantastic actor. Um. All right. Number nine for myself. I'm going to go Parks and Rec. All right. That was a good show. Funny. I think it's better than The Office.
1: I, <laughs> I agree with you on that one.
0: Okay. I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> a lot of
1: controversy here, but I agree with you on that uh, one. A
0: lot of. There's not a lot of people who agree with me on that one.
1: I, I, Parks
0: and Rec was just. It's so charming, dumb, and funny. I mean, it's like The Office, but like when I watch The Office, like Steve Carell's character. and it, Don't get me wrong. He plays he plays it fantastically but it's just like he just says some stuff and i get i get stressed out watching the show yeah 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 i, <laughs> I get I stressed out watching the show with some of the dumb stuff that gets done but like with parks and rec like this is early like chris pratt you know him really trying to start chubby to, Chris Pratt, chubby chubby chris pratt and he's starting to break out as a big star and i'm just like this is good it's it's good funny television um what a great cast too! What a great cast oh, they pulled together that for that show. Oh, but yeah, I, you know, I, it'll be late at night. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to calm down and get ready to go to bed. I'm not like, you know, I'm not ready for bed yet. But just trying to calm down. I just sit there and smile, and the world just kind of, just everything just kind of disappears for a little bit. And I, I laugh uh, at just some of the,
1: the humor is just incredible. And the great thing about it, and this is what I love about certain shows, it's subtle, yes, and it's sly. There's no laugh track. No. You got to pay attention, and that's usually the funniest stuff. Yeah. With the little comments, little toss-away comments, and that facial expressions, that's the best stuff.
0: Absolutely. And and they do a very good job of it. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful for Parks and Rec. But, yeah, that is my number nine.
1: How was your uh, – what's your number eight? I'm going to go with Futurama. Great show. Great show. It's just – you turn it on, you just laugh. The characters are great. The voice actors are fantastic. I mean – uh a lobster that's a doctor i mean come on <laughs> and a robot that likes to steal stuff i mean come on you can't beat that no
0: i yeah bender's great that's another show like like laying down to get ready for bed it's mindless but it's funny i you know i'll stay up watch three four episodes and i'll doze off but i, I remember a long period of time where i was staying up to watch like adult swim and just and and i would i would watch that and, and that would be the end you know that'd be right before
1: bedtime pretty much with that so you yep. Got a lot going for it. It does, and it looks visually great. some cartoons they just draw them, and it might be a funny show, but the the art just sucks. This one's got everything going. It does. Plus, it, Katie Seagal. Can't beat that. Can't beat
0: that.
1: I mean, she's <laughs> she's she's amazing. Can't beat that. No,
0: no, it's uh, yeah. What a unique show too. Like the, the th- it's, it's it's mindless, but at the same time, it's really creative, and and laugh out loud funny. Very.
1: Very. Like multiple times, not just once or twice an episode. It's multiple. I times. don't think I've ever sat there and, and not
0: like enjoyed an episode. I, it's 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 all been good. It's
1: you you you'd be a horrible person if you couldn't enjoy an episode of Futurama.
0: <laughs> you're not kidding. You're not kidding. So that's a great number eight. That's a great number eight. Uh, my number eight. It's it's on this list because it puts a smile on my face. It's not on this. It's not on. It's not on this list because be for the reason that. Um, it stresses me out as well. I'm just going to talk about just sports in general. Football. Right. Football. Watching the National Football League. I'm a huge football fan. Uh, I live for it. I love it. And, you know, it, it's like the season's winding down now. I'm getting a little sad because I know it's going away. And I don't watch a whole lot of television, but I look forward to that. Every September, like the whole wait, the whole – it's like a six, seven-month wait till, till we get back to September. And you get back to it, and it's there, and it just you're in a good place again, right? The season has begun. I'm excited getting to see my favorite players and teams go to work, and, and this and that. But uh, the emotional roller coaster, it's
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a doozy. Yeah, it's it,
0: it's a doozy. But the fact that it puts a smile on my face, I had to acknowledge it on this list because it, it does. It's it's this year with the way that work has been, and and you know that was the one thing that I look forward to every week is sitting down and watching football on Sundays or Thursdays or Mondays or whatever this year it was every day of the week pretty much. So, uh, but I definitely, I, it was definitely something I look forward to, um, you know, every week headed into it. So
1: yeah, football's football's fun. Uh, I really only watch like the bills. Yeah. I'm a hometown guy. I'm not going to you know, understandably. So yeah. yeah. Uh, this year the CFL wasn't on cause of, you know, yeah, the that's kind of, right. That kind of stuff. Cause I like the CFL. It's
0: yeah, it's, the the offense stuff is a lot more opened up. CFL's is fun time. I know, I know. Uh, I have a friend who played for the Stampeders. Oh, um, nice. he lived in Arcade, New York. I, I used to wrestle with him
1: uh, a lot, and he was yeah, he played for Calgary, so oh, which is pretty cool. cool. But oh, uh, here's here's a fun fact for you. All we right, so talking about this. Being in Buffalo, you grow up. You're kind of a Bills fan. Kind of. When yeah. I was younger, I didn't pay much attention to it. Yeah. Uh, one day, I think I was like twelve or something. I popped on um, Empire Sports Network. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I popped that on, and there was two football teams playing. It was kind of snowing. I didn't recognize the teams. I'm like, who is this? It was the Toronto Argonauts, and I can't remember who they played. But the the name, the Argonauts, which is awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that's like a fantastic name for a team. <laughs> that's I, I enjoyed that, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It took me a while to figure that out, but... That's actually what got me into football. Then I'm like, okay, we got the Buffalo Bills. Let's try them. So it was actually the CFL that got me into football. No kidding. Go figure that one. out.
0: Yeah, that rarely happens. You rarely see that. But the CFL, I can
1: understand has a huge. It has a very big following. It's a, it's a fun. It should be it's, a bigger following. It should be because it, it's it's a great league. I mean, everybody mocks it. Oh, it's like college football. No, it's not like college football. <laughs> They're professionals. You know, it's it's a it's an upper level. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, I I
0: agree. That's a fun. That, that's a, yeah. I didn't. That's a cool one. I never heard that one before that CFL brought people into football, but I love that. I love that a lot. Um, very good. That's number eight. Let's go on to your number seven.
1: All right. This one here, um, it, it, it kind of uh, has a little special place in my heart. It's um, its a soap opera, right? It's Coronation Street. Okay. That one's from England, for those of you who don't know. And here in the Buffalo area, we can get it off of CBC off, out of Canada. Right. Other than that, you don't see it anywhere in the country. Okay. Okay. But that's a favorite of mine, um, and the reason is, back when I was a little kid, uh, I'd come home from school, and my grandmother she lived with us, and like you know around like three o'clock, I would hear the theme music playing because she loved that show, and she watched it all the time. I was younger, I didn't care, you know. But and I asked her, "Why do you watch it?" She goes, it, "It's just a fun show, and they're British, so they're always sitting in the pub drinking." <laughs> and she thought that was hysterical. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know. So the years go by, and you know, coming home from grammar school and high school and that, it beyond. Right. Um, then later on, it, it moved to like seven o'clock. Yeah. But, and so when she passed away, uh, I kind of just, like, you know what? It was getting to be seven o'clock the one day, and I'm like, I'm just gonna turn that on. And I've been watching it steadily since 2004. Oh wow. And it's just kind of like a l- nice little thing. You know, you watch the show. It's a good show. It's well-written, well-acted, shows you a different part of the world. Yeah. And it's not like an American soap opera where so everybody's, like, filthy rich. <laughs> you know? I mean, most of the people either work in the pub, the kebab shop, or the knicker shop. Right. The nick- knicker factory. You know? So, <laughs> it, you know, and, and it's like, I watch that. I enjoy it. And I think about my grandmother a little bit. Yeah. So that, you know. It brings
0: good feelings. Yeah, it's good feelings. I respect that. Yeah. I... I, I I, I, you know, my, my grandmother used to love soaps as well. You know, I, I'll, I'll, if I'm scrolling through and I see it, you know, I, that I think of her. So I understand if you're really investing your time, yeah. at, you know, to the product and stuff, and how, how much that would mean to you. So that's a fantastic. That's a, I love the idea of of that one. I really do. Yeah. It's,
1: you know, like I said, you know, it, it reminds me of her. Plus, I do like the serialized aspect of it. Like every day, I enjoy that. Yeah, you know. Plus, you know. Plus funny accents, right? So what the hell, right? You know, enjoy it, absolutely. And yeah, all my friends look at me like if I call them a you know a pillock or a wanker <laughs> or a muppet, they look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs>
0: gotta watch, gotta watch this show. Gotta watch the show with me. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. My uh, my number seven. It's a cartoon, kind of like you did with the Futurama route. I'm gonna go South Park. You can never go wrong there. <laughs> South Park is. Every time I see it, like there's episodes that come on and, and I'm, it's like I just they just played this last week and I'll still sit there and watch it because they're that funny. They they take no prisoners. They make fun of everybody and everything uh, and do not hold back. They have a wonderful cast of characters. I'm sure anybody who's listened to this is excuse me watch South Park at some point in their lives. Uh, I, I love it. I love that, especially the direction that they've really gone the last probably 10 Ten years or so, maybe a little bit longer than that, of parodying like real life, <laughs> yeah. And that, what's that going they, on they shine in the world? When they do that, yeah, they, they really do. Like they'll parody movies and, and and certain other like little niche aspects of life, and but the fact that recently they've really been parodying like what life has been, and they it, they've hit like a new. A new high, which I didn't think that they would ever hit.
1: Which is something for sure that's been on, what, 12, 15 years? It's been on since 99, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, that's. So we're t- hitting, t- yeah, 20. I got to
0: double check. But yeah, it's been on for a long um, It's been on for
1: a long time. And to stay that fresh and that funny?
0: Yeah, if you watch some of the old, let's see, first episode was 97 wow august of 97 wow yeah to 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 find new way like that's that's a challenge right cuz we watch like the simpsons like people are up and down about the simpsons mm-hmm. and like oh it should stayed, you know should i'm I'm like no bring bring more simpsons uh bring more stuff but keep finding ways to, to keep it fresh but watching south park they they have they they reinvent themselves every every few years even from like, like an art style if you go watch the early art it's terrible oh yeah it's oh, yeah. terrible And and nowadays, it's like, oh, it it looks it looks great. And it's it's yeah, it's
1: definitely hit a new new mainstream
0: and, you know, uh,
1: and it it does help that they what have they have a short uh, time when they make it. They try to stay more relevant that way. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it more relevant and better, because if like you're doing like, say, The Simpsons, it's what a couple months. The yeah, Groning has is,
0: is, is got it all planned out way before, and then it just happens. So yeah. it seems a li- it comes, it may come off a little dated by the time it comes out, a little bit. But yeah, South Park, yeah, they, they they it's very very current. Like I I I would like to know what those guys work weeks are like when it comes to putting this <laughs> show together because it's it's honestly impressive. Like something will be in the news, and then the the next week it'll be it'll be a subject of of the show, and it's just like that's cool (laughs) so yeah that's my number seven it's your number six
1: i'm gonna go with happy days yeah i mean that show was on for a long time Uh, It was one of the excuse me it was one of the shows that when i was a little kid it was popular yeah uh fonzie really was the guy that did it absolutely you know i remember though when i was a little kid i had the little t-shirt with uh Fonzie uh, sitting on his bike doing a thumbs up thing so yeah I mean and and that show it was just funny I mean yeah like about what fifth season it kind of jumped to the shark right which is where that saying (laughs) came from was from that show I respect that I respect that I understood that reference yep yep that's that's good (laughs) and it kind of it completely changed towards the last couple of years there but the characters were still there You can't beat Marion Ross or Tom Bosley as the parents. They were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I do lean more towards the first, like, two or three seasons. Uh, It was filmed completely differently. They had actual sets that they went to, like, outside locations. They filmed outside. Yeah. Uh, Their house was actually different. (laughs) Same house, but the door was on the left-hand side. And then for, like, season three on, it was, like, on the right-hand side. Really? Which was... Mind-boggling, but they just did it. <laughs> just, just the entrance way. Everything else stayed the same. They just moved the door to the other side of the house. That's so weird. And, and of course, the disappearing brother. Oh yeah. Chuck went upstairs, never seen again. <laughs> and the weird thing about that, three actors played that guy. Three, one in the pilot,
0: and then it was a lot two. more natural back then to just sub somebody in. It was just and yeah, it, yeah. And it, then just he it, disappeared. Just pretend because they went a different way. And it
1: worked. Yeah, you know.
0: It did. No, it's that's a fun. Sh- that's it, it, definitely a fun one that I remember watching growing up. Um, wildly it, inaccurate too. Oh, very. Based but,
1: in the fifties and sixties, and then like they were having s- props from the seventies. <laughs> hairstyles from the seventies. But it's like, still,
0: it's like. But literally, I mean, you turn out that sh- you put that show on it. You, you did feel a sense of happiness and, and joy. Exactly, because it. it was just it was a throwback to. Uh, I'm not gonna say a an overall better time but maybe a, an easier time In, in a, a nostalgia in, trip uh, for, yes yeah exactly exactly so very good very good that is yeah it's your number six
1: I, and to this day oh, sorry no you're good but. you're good and to this day uh al the owner of the yeah yeah, 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 yeah i still say that <laughs> it's a good phrase it's yes, a good phrase it applies to so many things it
0: certainly <laughs> does i i probably find myself accidentally making a reference to that like walking a, into work <laughs> that, that always does it for me yeah. yeah 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 yeah. i do that at work i do that at work yeah, honestly me too. yeah and i don't even realize that i, I say that anymore <laughs> um all right number six i've through the i've always really appreciated this show and through the you know being on quarantine and unfortunately not working as much at you know this year as i have in recent years um, I had a lot of time to kind of just sit and watch and, and catch up on old stuff and appreciate it. And for myself, uh, I'm going to go Pawn Stars on the History Channel. You All can right? get definitely sucked into that show. Very easily. I miss when History Channel used to have history on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't anymore. There's some, I mean, there, there's some interesting programs. Don't get me wrong. but I, And I understand why they went the direction that they did, but... I do miss when i can turn it on turn on history channel and there'd be some kind of documentary or or something talking about actual history. i'm a huge history official oh me too i love it's, it it's it's my favorite thing i, I have history books everywhere yep, I, I love reading and i love learning about new things of history so um so watching this you know you, you see historical items things that you never heard of and it's like oh my god they're in the shop and and in this and that you get to see them like living up close and you try to imagine them being used in, in a real life situation from their time period. And you learn so much because you know Rick Harrison, the whole that Her- Harrison clan, they're very knowledgeable about the stuff that comes in. You know, they're businessmen, so like everyone likes uh, to be like, oh the scumbags it's like it's the business side of it. Yep. But you still like me I like to look at it like yeah I'm I'm learning from this show i'm learning about historical stuff i learned that somebody used to have a peg leg gun that they just lift their leg up and shoot it off and i'm just like this is awesome not very practical but awesome not for yeah you're right not very practical at all but you see you see so much stuff that you learn about the value in things and like watching it <laughs>
1: and they bring in experts
0: <laughs> they do and they which is which is great they bring in experts who know what they're talking about but but yeah, they, they, you know, you just get to see some really cool stuff cannons from the 17 and 1800s you never knew existed. But you I, like also watching this like I'll see like somebody bringing like pokemon cards and then I remember that my parents did everything in their power to to make me not buy those and, and get them <laughs> out of my house as much but I'm just, and you see the value and it's just like why did you guys do this to me? Yep. <laughs> it's it's it makes it makes me angry that they <laughs> I, I that's what I think but um in all honesty though it is it's 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 relaxing i fall asleep to it i'll just throw on youtube on my playstation 4 just play a whole bunch of history uh, pawn stars videos and and pass out and i i'm good with it i'm good with it so that's a good choice so that's my that's my number six
1: uh top fives now yeah all right i'm gonna go with we were just talking about it the simpsons yes i mean that show has been on so long what 35 years now yeah, 88, 89, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, I still think it's funny. Uh, like about, I don't know, about three years ago, there was like about two seasons or so. It didn't feel right. Right. It seemed like it was mean-spirited for the sake of being mean-spirited. Yeah. That didn't last too long. Now, I sit, I watch, I enjoy it. It's fun. I think it's still pretty fresh. And just the cast of characters alone. I mean, you can't beat Mr. Burns. No. No. I mean, I still do. I, I do the finger pyramid, and I go excellent. Because <laughs> how can you not? I mean, come on. <laughs> they've
0: done a really good, like, like, like South Park. They've done a really Simpsons did a really good job of establishing um, a very big supporting cast of characters, which helps a lot. It's so important because these characters become staples too. Like, I know people whose favorite characters are 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 not Homer in the in the immediate Simpson family. It's it's Groundskeeper Willie. Uh, <laughs> fantastic you know and, and there's several other characters but that's it, it's got so much lore like it's weird but to say that but it, the Simpsons has that much lore um, to it where yeah it has a ton of spinoff characters and, and and it makes it it's really really good they've done some of the cameos over the years like I got really excited when Disney Plus added them you know uh, Disney Plus had them and all the seasons you can just sit through and watch it and it's it's good stuff. It still holds up well to this day, I think.
1: Yes, And, and like South Park, the initial art was not so great. And now, uh, how TV is broadcast, it looks terrible.
0: Yeah, it looks really, it looks scary in a way. Like Homer looks <laughs>
1: yes, very intimidating. But not as bad as he did on the Tracy Ullman show. No. That was really like. That is that true. Was, oof, that was terrifying. That was brutal.
0: <laughs> I love that i love that at number five no it's yeah simpsons are, are are timeless there was another one we did an episode on i think about a year ago uh for retro pop and and i had so much fun you know learning about its 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 history you know and, and how long it really has been um you know a part I, I know a very i know a lot of people a lot of wrestlers the uh, local independent wrestlers in this community who worship that show have all the seasons on dvd and collect the old action figures like they they're they're in love with it the
1: action figures are fantastic
0: they're really good hard to uh sometimes hard to find sometimes hard to find a little bit you have to go to a lot of old like novelty shops like what's in your attic at the eastern Hills mall fantastic
1: place i was going to mention that yeah
0: yeah i love that place but yeah they have a they have a few they have a few there um they actually they actually somebody brought in the whole collection of simpsons action figures to pawn stars one time actually i just watched that like a couple weeks ago oh my god trying to sell them still in still in boxes and 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 whatnot. It was uh, really impressive, but very good, very good.
1: When you said Futurama, I was like, I hope he puts The Simpsons on his list. I really do. Speaking of speaking of local wrestlers, uh, Nicometti. Yeah, he's got um, Zoidberg. Yes, he does. Yes, Yes, he he does. does. Fantastic. He loves it. He loves it. He's got
0: good taste. He does. He's a good guy. I love. uh, Yeah, I love having him around. Uh, Number five. Number five. I'm gonna go. American Pickers, another History Channel show that actually has to do with history. This one's way more relaxed though uh, than more. Pawn Stars. You know, it, it does. It's 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 one of those that yeah, you can relax, you smile. Um, you know, these guys they, they're, they're road tripping, which and that's like their job. Like their job is to go and road trip and find really cool, you know, pieces of old Amer, you know, American culture and like signage and in in furniture and all sorts of stuff and remodel it you know buy it remodel it sell it and there's some really cool it's made me appreciate like a lot of older things as well like old signs like i'm like you know i'll I'll go to like niagara Emporium or what's in your attic here at the eastern hills mall and i'll see their signage i'm like i kind of want that i don't know what i'm going
1: to do with it but i kind of want that it's how it was the art style of the time yes (laughs) it's so much better than the stuff now uh it was on like tin metal <clears throat> sometimes glass stuff yeah it just looked so good it it did it it's it, i'm trying to think of the word for it it was
0: like a uh, like a timestamp that's how art it's art snapshot of it's, history it, yeah. yes it's it's very reflective of the era it, it it's from uh the one episode one i watched recently this they went to this guy's house you used to run a theme park and he had all the it was like a small theme park but he used to have all this the from it, from the fifties, all the theme park like you know rides and stuff. He had them stored in a shed, and getting to see like, and you could tell like the by the paint job, the the way that you know everything was that these were definitely from the fifties. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, what a cool job! First and foremost, to, you know, I wouldn't want to be on the road all the time, but the fact that you get to go and road trip, and see different places, and also meet new people, meet new people, yep. First, you know, first and foremost, and then. You know, and just, you get to see the world and, and go and see the old world, I guess, in a sense. Um, I think one of my favorite episodes that I, I watched, I, I do got to bring this up, was this guy, he used to take, that they went to somebody's house, he used to buy old buildings, and he had them raised and put on his property.
1: Yeah, there was a couple, yeah, there was a couple people throughout the show that really did that, and they made like a little town or like... yeah. Well it's I like think somebody p- picked yeah.
0: up like a straight up like White Castle or something like that. Yeah, I saw that one. Okay, yeah, that so you know cool. what I'm talking yep. about. And I'm yep. just like, this is unique. And then yeah, the one guy yeah yeah, the one guy he had like a sol- old style saloon and he, he would just buy historic buildings and like how how much money can you possibly have to, to just have a building raised and just put and it on your property? It. Yeah, it's like come on. Man. <laughs> I mean, cool, but like at the same time, it's still pretty wild. But yeah, that's uh, that's my number five. Nope. I had to acknowledge that
1: one. Nope. Remember? A uh, fun local tie-in. <clears throat> they found a Jello wagon yes, that they put I over here s- in Buffalo in the Pierce Arrow Museum.
0: That's right. I yep. did see. That. I just watched that again a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah, he restored it and they sold it for big. I think he sold it for big money too. Yeah. Big money. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool. Now, that, that that excited me because like, Buffalo rarely ever gets references on, on national TV, aside yeah. from sports at this point. Yep. But to see that there's connections there and that we have a, re, a pretty rich history, too, I, I do appreciate that. So, very good. Uh, moving on to number four.
1: <clears throat> uh, let's see here. I Love Lucy. Oh, uh, it's classic. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's consistently funny. I mean, yeah, it's very dated because it's made in the 50s. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's, it, and it's really, it's just the four main characters. But it just works. It's not mean spirited. Not it's at all. It's funny. It's goofy. I mean, Lucille Ball was, she was a brilliant comedian.
0: Local legend, too. Local Jamestown, legend. Town, yep. right? Yep. Jamestown. Jamestown. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. And I mean, y- y- you got to give some to Desi Arnaz because he actually played really well. Yeah. And have somebody that's Cuban on TV, married to a white woman, back in the fifties, which was
0: almost practically unheard of. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a it was one of those uh, one of those barriers that needed to be broken. Uh when oh, it yeah. did, so and it definitely it it, it it was cool.
1: Plus the fact that you know she was she owned the show. Yeah, and she produced it. And that 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 too was nothing. That wasn't done.
0: She had a say in it. I remember. I remember there was a lot. I mean, obviously, uh, when did she pass away? Was it the,
1: was it within the last twenty years or so? I think it was in the late nineties. I'm not positive. Okay,
0: yeah, I think you're right. I, I do remember that being like a big thing, um, you know, growing up and, and, and hearing about that. And then when I found out she was lip, she was from the, it's, I mean, Southern Tier, but Western New York area. Still, uh, I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. You know, that's really cool. And and you're right, like it's, I love old television because it's so it. It didn't have to be edgy,
1: no. It just it had just to be, had to be it
0: entertaining. Was. It was simplistic. It's like, it's like uh, you know, watching wrestling, watching professional wrestling, the old stuff. Very simplistic, very yep. nostalgic, really cool. Didn't have to do anything crazy. Nowadays, everybody likes to do crazy things. They do that with television. You see a lot mm-hmm. of trash television that, that just they they they're like. Oh, we got to reinvent the wheel. We gotta we gotta do this, do that, and it's like, no, you don't. You really don't. You really don't simpler times um certainly for a lot of people and it just feels good watching it you know uh even now in in 2021 it it does feel good watching that show yep
1: one of the best channels around is me tv
0: yeah i gotta is it i gotta find it i watch a lot of tv when i do watch tv it's a lot of tv land
1: that's good yeah that's good too yeah me tv though what uh is it it's, it's on spectrum it's, or it's on spectrum it's channel five.
0: Oh, okay. wbbz okay yeah. okay all right i gotta i got one more week of uh occupational freedom so um i'm gonna have to enjoy that while i can
1: and they got a lot of um old stuff i mean <clears throat> from the 50s sitcoms they got uh the 70s detective shows yeah which is fantastic watching that seeing those neckties and those lapels <laughs> Ooh. Right, yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's again, another timestamp of the times. Yep, another yep, timestamp of the times, yep. which I am all for. I am all for. Um, all right, going on to number four. This one is the only streaming service one that I'll talk about. All right, because um, obviously streaming service is uh, it's the future right now. Uh, I, I think, unfortunately, cable and, and, and television and stuff like that is, is kind of going out the door i hope it doesn't i, I think i don't think it's completely going to go out the door but we're slowly transitioning to the era where everybody and your mother has a as a streaming service <laughs> nbc just launched like peacock yeah. you know it, it's it's funny because <laughs> everyone's trying to escape television because some of the high you know pricing that like spectrum and, and other places like to lay out and then they're gonna buy a bunch of streaming services that add up to that anyways
1: exactly yeah <laughs>
0: unbelievable um (laughs) I'm gonna go Cobra Kai all right I'm gonna go Cobra Kai for um (laughs) for my number four uh I have a awesome history with the Karate Kid franchise I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show but my great uncle Pat Johnson was the referee in the very first Karate Kid and he was the stunt coordinator so oh, wow. when I heard about that and I see all the pictures of him with Ralph Macchio and, uh, and, and, and Pat Morita and, and, and all these things and learning about what he did to uh, get this movie to its legendary status, I get, I'm excited. So there's like a bit of a pride thing for me. I've only met my great uncle a few times because he's lived in California all of his life and, you know, most of his life since the 50s or 60s and, and spent a career... You know, amassing, you know, knowing Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee, and and doing a lot of Hollywood wow. stuff. He was in The Last Dragon, uh, or Enter the Dragon, and excuse me. Really? Wow, that's yep. fantastic. Uh, Give me the Dough Roper, or uh, he's one of the he's he's a he's a mobster in that movie, a gangster right. movie. Really small part, but um, for like the Karate Kid legacy, you know, the first one was obviously like one of the highlights of the '80s, right? '80s oh, yeah, cinema is incredible, and. And the Karate Kid is, is, is one of those top movies, you know, that, that is in a lot of people's top. You know, you got Karate Kid 2 and 3 and 4 and eventually kind of waned out of popularity. But the fact that it was brought back when and, and brought back with, with such a... And everybody's like flooding to it. Everybody's really, really excited at the sentiment of, of Cobra Kai. in revisiting that old story and touching on some of the old aspects of it. While making it popular for new audiences as well, so for new audiences who are just being exposed to Cobra Kai, you might want to go back and, and find the Karate Kid, right? You we probably want to go back and watch those movies um, to to understand the backstory of why why uh, Johnny Lawrence and <laughs> you know why they hate why they hate each other so much, uh, but it's really really good television, and I binge watched. You know, the seasons one and two came out almost immediately on Netflix, like a year or two after they came out on YouTube Red, which was a thing for a little while. I binge watched those in two days, and then season three just came out like a couple months, like I think at the beginning of this year, and I binge watched that in a day too. And I I was just, I love the lore. It 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 makes me want to do karate a little bit. (laughs) Uh, You know, it it kind of does. And like I said, it's just cool because. My great uncle was part of that legacy. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm very very proud of that one. And
1: to tie things together a little bit here, in the original Karate Kid movies, Pat Morita. Yeah, Well, was one happy
0: days. Yes, he was. I actually, yes. I was just watching him do stand up comedy and, and and on YouTube and it, it flipped to, to him doing it being on there and I didn't realize he was a comedy actor. Yep. I, yep. I, and that's he almost didn't get the part for that reason because they didn't they didn't want a comedy guy for Mr. Miyagi. So.
1: But it worked out well.
0: It did. It, it really did. So, very good. Yeah, that's my number four. Very, very proud of Cobra Kai. But uh, it, Yeah, it puts me in a good mood. It puts me in a good mood. So, uh, number
1: three. I'm going to go with the Dick Van Dyke show. Excellent. Excellent. You can't beat that cast. You can't beat that writing. Which is amazing considering it didn't do well in its first year. Yeah. Nobody paid attention to it. And then, <laughs> and then it just clicked. I mean... Uh, was it uh carl reiner his show yeah dick van dyke mary tyler moore i mean come on maury amsterdam and those vaudeville guy it's it's again
0: another throwback to a very good era in television that we'll never see again yep unfortunately yeah i'm watching uh i don't know how into like marvel you are marvel cinematic universe or a little bit bit. a little bit uh i've been watching wandavision lately and what they're doing it's a one of the disney plus shows and what they've been doing is the first episode actually took place. Uh, it 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 mimics the Dick Van Dyke show. they're, they're honoring I old school about television that, yeah. while pushing their own story. But um, the first very first episode was uh, they actually brought in Dick Van Dyke to help yes. write it and, and or, you know make sure it, it 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 captured the vibe of of his old show. So um, and it's really cool and, and that's why I've been like this this topic. You know watching that show. And seeing old television references, television show references, like, to me, this topic that you brought forward couldn't have come at a better time because I'm, like, thinking, like, man,
1: you know, they're really... I mean, TV was really good and wholesome back then. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't even sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Same thing with um, Ricky and Lucy. Yes. Couldn't sleep in the same bed, yet they had children. How'd that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Kitchen table, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe the genie from uh, "I Dream a Genie" or whatever just popped up, and you're baby. pregnant.
1: You never know. And again, it's it's the cast that makes the show. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Maury Amsterdam, Rosemary, the the banter between those two, the insults uh, he threw at uh, Mel Cooley, <laughs> uh, Richard was it Richard Deacon, another fantastic actor. Yes, it just it just all worked. You laugh, you get put in a nice mellow place. And it's cool too, because if you—I mean, if you think
0: about it, like if you—if you think, like, look back at the history of sitcoms, shows like that stand out to you more than a lot of, you know, some of the random sitcoms that get thrown out there mm-hmm. today. You know, there's some legendary ones from 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 this era, from the '90s, 2000s, like How I Met Your Mother. Um, That's a good one. Friends. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a big Everybody Loves Raymond fan. I uh, never watched it. Oh, I—I I, I thought it was hilarious. My wife hates it, but she hates everything <laughs> I like. Um, king of queens and but like those shows they're they're great but i I just don't feel like they're they're referenced in high as high in regard as something like that you know as those older shows like the dick van dyke show like you know
1: yeah Uh, they might be in another 15 20 years it's quite possible because this dick van dyke was on in the 60s yeah and now dick van dyke's a legend mary tyler moore's a legend kyle reiner's a legend yeah it's you know so maybe they will be. Who knows?
0: Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I just, even like stuff from the, like some of the 80s shows, like if you look back at 80s sitcoms, and there are some that are regarded upon fondly, but I feel
1: like none of them have hit that star power like like the older ones. Maybe Facts of Life. That might be one. That, that was a great, I didn't put that on my list, but that's a, that's a fantastic, I love that show. Okay. Okay. Some guy named George Clooney was on it. Never heard of him. Never heard of him, yeah. <laughs> never heard of him. What a handsome guy. <laughs> Yeah, he actually is.
0: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, he just—he's like 50 something years old and looks better than I do. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, all well, that's genetics for you. Yep. Um, so I was just watching—was oh, it, was it White Christmas? My wife loves watching White Christmas on Christmas Day, and his aunt is in that movie. His aunt is one of the lead yeah, actresses, yeah, uh,
1: r- uh, Rosemary Clooney. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: uh, which is really cool. All right, my number three—it's the—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a little it's a little different um but it's 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 sports talk all right? And right i'm gonna talk about good morning football uh it is a huge inspiration behind my two-point conversation podcast because it's people having civil discussions about sports and really good ones at that i can't do espn i can't do a lot of other ones because there's just a whole lot of yelling yeah, back and that. forth and i'm just like Guys, why? I get it. Whatever views, you're trying to be jerks to, to, to <laughs> kind of pull it in. But Good Morning Football has a wonderful cast of sports people that are just, you know, uh, really great ones. I'm going to read off some of their names. Kay Adams, who she's like one of my favorites. Peter Shraggs, Kyle Brandt, Nate Burleson, Will Salva, uh, Mike Raffalo and, and D'Angelo Hall, Colleen Wolf, and uh, Michael Robinson. Like these are people that just kind of show up and. And it's good, like I wake up to it, I'll put it on, and if there's any news, they're talking about it, and it's really, they have fun conversations, they make football talk fun, and have been a huge influence on, on, on what I want the two-point conversation to be. Uh, professional, but I want you to take away something from it as far as having a good laugh, and that cast, you know, it's it's interchangeable, obviously, they're very big fit, you know, pieces of everything, but they're so incredible at what they do. They, they, they really are so um yeah i had to put good morning football at uh at number that was number three right yeah yeah number i had to put it at number three I had a i had to acknowledge that because it's not like a, a traditional tv show but it's a good way to kind of wake up ease into the morning it's not chaotic like i said it's very good football talk and,
1: and, and see that's the thing it's specifically football yeah like on espn look at the show that talks about anything right and Ninety percent of the time, I have no idea. No <laughs> yeah. clue. We're gonna like, yell about
0: basketball in this ten-minute slot. We're gonna yell about football in this twenty-minute slot. <laughs> We're gonna yell about hockey to close the show. We're gonna yell about boxing next week.
1: Some like college basketball. Then yeah. we, you know,
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, because that's just football. Is that's my bait. Like as far as like sports go, that's the that's the that's the big one I want to pay attention to, and it's on a network dedicated towards professional football, and, and they're just very good people. Uh, talking about all smiles i don't think i've ever seen a um a moment of arguing a negative moment like really on there so
1: so yeah so that's my number three moving on to number two this one i discovered in reruns this is all these shows i did mostly <laughs> <laughs> well except for the Simpsons, and that but uh adam 12 i've heard of this it's a cop show Okay. It started in uh, 1968 and ran to 1975. Okay. Just a half-hour show, two police officers driving the car on their beat. That's all it was. Um, but for some reason, the first time I seen it, I'm like, oh. You know, and I've seen like all the episodes, like like Luke, like I love Lucy. I have seen this so many times, but I still turn it on. It's on at like five to six on uh, MeTV WBBZ. Yeah. Again, it's it, the writing is, it's okay. You know, it's like 60, 70 cop shows. So <laughs> it can't get too violent, but it's a little bit, you know, um, created by Jack Webb yeah. from Dragnet. so And the cast was just great. They had like the uh, the ancillary characters, that you know, fellow cops and stuff like that. It all just worked really well. I, it's dated as all get out now. <laughs> I mean, they still had hippies. Right. You know, and, and, and like, some the, yo, man, you're a pig. You know, It's like, come on. Well, it, it's it's dated, but it, and the cop cars, I don't know how people drove cars back then. Because you turn the corner, and those things are just like swerving like crazy. Yeah, the traction That's, wasn't very, oh the traction, the al- they yeah. probably needed alignment, you know, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but it was, it's just a good show. A couple of little, you know, uh, calls you have to go out to. It's just fun. And for like the longest time. My phone. When I get a text, it was 12, one at them one at twelve, which used to freak people out when they would hear it. They're like, "What, what are you a cop?" I'm like, no, it's just my text thing. Yeah, That's all. yeah don't big <laughs> deal. Just a, yeah, no big Little throwback, <laughs> good show. You should watch it sometime. Yeah, <laughs> I, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. So it is on MeTV, you said. MeTV, five to six, half hour episodes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Oh, fun, oh. fun little thing. Um, like I said, the actors are you know. They worked well together. Yeah. Um, And I had known Martin Milner, who plays Pete Malloy, the older cop in the car. He was on a show called uh, Route 66 in the 60s. Okay. I've seen some of that. That was all right. Uh, The the show was so respected by the Los Angeles Police Department because they had a hand in trying to keep it pretty much as to how things were done back in the day. Yeah. And the main dispatcher on the radio was a woman. Who actually was a dispatcher for the LAPD. Oh, no kidding. And I just found this out like last year when Martin Milner passed away and just a few years ago. What they did was um, she came out of retirement and over the uh, LAPD, this their system, they did the, um, you know, the last call kind of a thing for officers who had passed. So they did that. It's on YouTube and I seen it and I'm like, oh, I got misty eyed. Right, because it's like it, he's an actor, but at the time he meant so much to the police department, and then to you know have her do that over the airwave, I just thought that was really, really cool. That's really neat. That is like it's like
0: ugh. little little side gig for Yeah, you. Little, little yeah. That's pretty cool. No, I, I can appreciate that. I certainly can. Very good. Very good. Um, all right, my number two. I had a tough time with my top two as far as what order to put them in. Not that it it really matters. Um, Yeah, my order no no actual order. Um, Oh boy! Okay, I'm gonna go Golden Girls at number two. Oh, fantastic! I love Golden Girls. It is one of my top five favorite television shows of all time. Um, and it is relaxing. It's just it's funny the one liners, the the cast. You know, an all female cast was not. I mean, this is came in the what 80s? Late 80s. Late 80s we're starting to get to the point where we can, you know where it's like where everybody's accepting that but i think still to this day the fact of an all-female cast uh in a very popular show is is a big deal and they were very relatable like you could relate to any one of those characters and that's an important thing when you are making a television show is relatability you know uh (laughs) their banter back and forth like (laughs) Blanche being called a slut all the time by uh, Rose and all the, you know, all the cat Dorothy and, um, Oh my God. It's so, it's such good stuff. Oh, and it's fantastic writing. It, it really is. It was a shame that it had to end the way it did. But like I said, I, I was just enthralled because it dealt with a lot of, you know, important topics from the eighties. Like they did, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, touched on a lot of important things and they, you know, they found ways to, to, to make those comedic storylines. And yeah, I, I, Love Golden Girls. Uh, you know, absolutely love what it brought to the table as far as uh, you know, television. So yeah, that's my number two
1: feel good TV that's show. That's a great choice. That's a great choice. Yeah. Thank you. Number one, drum roll. <laughs> All right, I'm going with uh Babylon five. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um when I first seen the pilot movie, I was kinda like, eh. It looked interesting, but it was it 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 was a it was a tough watch. Yeah. It was slow and plotting and but then I'm like I'm going to give it a shot because I watch TV so much I I, I give like three or four episodes for a show because by then you should be able to tell if it's good or not
0: I agree yeah. Yep.
1: and I watched it and I got hooked uh, even though first season they were just laying a few little plot lines down it was standalone episodes and that but it really worked it was one of the first shows to use like uh, CGI it does look quite dated now but hey it was more about the actual storyline that was told and the whole thing just worked for me. Uh, the cast was great. Uh, they had a major character change because the lead actor, uh, he had some mental health issues. Right. So he was taking off the show, but then they replaced him with Bruce Boxleitner. Okay. Scarecrow Mrs. King. and Yeah. I remember a show called Bring Him Back Alive that he was in. But So I totally, I, I didn't know the term at the time, but I totally popped for that when I seen him on it. And, the storyline was good, and the interaction between the actors. Uh, there was two of them. Um, Andreas Katsoulis, he played Jakar. He was like the Narn, like the, like it was like a lizard-type character that he played. Yeah. And um, uh, Peter Jurassic, who played um, Lando Malari, um, he was a centauri. They were humanoid. Uh, they laid siege to the Narn planet for a bunch of years, so they kind of hated each other. <laughs> And just the one-liners, the anger they felt towards each other, it was just, that alone would have been a show. Yeah, That's how fantastic it was.
0: I, This was what, late 90s?
1: What uh, mid-90s, yeah.
0: Mid-late mid yeah. 90s. I do remember that being talked about a lot. I was reading a, uh, I was reading a comic book and I seen an advertisement for the DVD collection, like an old comic book, and, which
1: I just got the entire collection this Christmas. For did a, you? Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> which is, which is pretty cool. I mean, obviously it was one of those shows that draw drew some inspiration from Star Trek. A little uh, bit. Yeah. Th- There's a lot of sci-fi s shows that obviously did that, but, um, but yeah, I do remember
1: Babylon Five quite a bit, quite a bit. Long time favorite of mine. Um, I even, uh, they had a book series in the 90s. Okay. I got, like, the first eight of them, and then I didn't see the rest afterwards. There was ten of them, so I, over the pandemic, I got the last two. Then I found out that they had, like, three three-issue miniseries. <laughs> so I bought that. Um, a little sad note, though. The actress who played Delenn, one of the main characters throughout the entire show, Mira Furland, she just passed away, like, two days ago. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was only 65. That's too young. That, th- That's young. There's a lot of actors from that show that are no longer with us. It's sad. That's unfortunate. But J-
0: they left, uh, I mean, obviously a, a pretty big legacy. You know, yeah, still, it, we're still talking it, about to this, it, it, to this. It's day. just
1: such a favorite of mine. It just, I mean, I'm, I, I like all the Star Trek shows. Yeah. You know, I like Doctor Who, I like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. But Babylon 5, something just, it was the right. J. Michael Straczynski, you know, him from a lot of the Marvel movies. Yes. He was the creator. Oh, okay. He, yeah. He, it, that show just totally hit on every cylinder. And, Unfortunately, when he did the follow-up show, Crusade, it lasted half a season because uh, you know the damn network, the damn network. They got involved in it. They wanted to change. They always ruined shows. They aired it out of order. So as I was watching it, I'm like, wait, did they miss an episode? <laughs> and, and they totally botched it. And that also came with the DVD collection, <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah, like, it's
0: only one disc, but <laughs> yeah, I think, I
1: think it's like three or something. But oh, yeah. they stretched it out. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that show just it, that that show just like totally, totally just did it for me. It just puts me in a good place. Okay, I love that. I love
0: that. That was probably your most unique one out of all the all the. You had a lot of nice sitcoms. like not that a lot, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but it was definitely like sitcoms. But then yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, just just, <laughs> one,
1: just sci-fi. Just toss it there. I'm so. here
0: for it. I'm here <laughs> for it. Uh, my number one is like I said. I had a tough time deciding between this one and Golden Girls. I'm gonna go with the Andy Griffith show. Yep. that's yeah. Uh, Watch it on TV Land. Something it's binge worthy. The intro is just very. I was just feel-goody. listening to it the other day. I do it often. Yep. He actually, I mean, there's actually a full like lyrics to.
1: Yes, there is. Yeah. To,
0: to the song and and Andy Griffith sings it. He's a very, very talented actor. Very talented. And, you know, you, you see it's Don Knotts who is you know just hilarious. Just a, He's just been just so a many. Legend. Been in so many goofy movies. Oh. Young Ron Howard. You know it's yes. it's really cool to watch cuz you brought up and Happy, Happy days. days. Yep, You brought up Happy Days to see the literally Ron Howard growing up in television. You know, and now mm-hmm. he's a a, a a fantastic director. Um he's directed a bunch of stuff. I you know, I, the one that stands out to me is is the Grinch. He did the Gr- the the Grinch movie. Oh, he did that one. The the live action oh, one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, oh, he was the director yeah. for that one. And uh well, yeah, what an incredible uh you know, just what an incredible show. Again, good-hearted mm-hmm. and good meaning, but there was still like it was simple. But the the laughs, the laughs were there, and that's what I need. I, I miss about good television is, you know, just just being able to sit there and and not think about stuff and and just be able to laugh and just being able to take you know go to this, <laughs> go to this this old world. You really. It, it, it's a small town like it, it's just yep. a feel-good story Mayberry, uh, to, Mayberry, that's right uh nice small town the black and white i think they eventually made it to color i think later on i i don't think uh, they maybe did you're not i have seen color television yep. with that show maybe it was a, some kind of throwback or something maybe it was remastered something or other probably
1: because they do that with like i love lucy they did a couple yeah which looks fantastic yeah but yeah, I don't think they, I don't
0: think they, I think that I think it was like a look back at it.
1: I I feel like I've seen
0: it before.
1: Maybe Mayberry RFD did some color ones? It might be that cuz they were in a weird time where it was like the mid to late 60s and some shows were in color, some weren't. It's like Dick Van Dyke they just ended it right when more shows started going to color, so it's yeah. like eh.
0: Yeah, I prefer I mean I obviously I, the black and white sound, you know, stands out more to me. It's just it just has that old school feel to it mm-hmm. and it's weird to think that that's what <laughs> that's all that people had for uh, you know for television oh, for a long yeah. time. But I think it, it, again it, we t- keep talking about timestamps. That's a nice little timestamp back to a uh, you know much different era in 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 our world. So, but that is it, everybody. That is the top ten TV shows that put you in a good mood. Scott, I want to thank you so much for uh, bringing that list forward and. And, and, and coming here today uh, to, to kind of get this thing underway. I, I'm really ga- glad we got to connect, and, and I want to thank you again for sharing all of our stuff yeah. um, as often you're, as you do.
1: You're very welcome, and definitely thank you for having me on here. This was great. I very much enjoyed this. So if you never need, ever need me for anything else. <laughs> oh, trust <laughs> me. I,
0: I have a lot of reoccurring guests, so if we Fantastic. can think of something cool to make a top ten list of, we'll definitely do that. So thank you so much, everybody. The listeners, uh, You know, on behalf of Scott and I, do you even list –
1: It's me, Andrew Lentz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on...
0: PSA